I'm Shannon. And I'm Rami, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help us all expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy without a whole new degree. Uh, Shannon, I wasn't paying attention to you when you introduced yourself earlier, so <laughs> can we start with the introductions oh, again? Well, good. I'm so glad, Rami, for your cheesy introductions, as always. Today, we're going to talk about how to be a better listener. I think like of all the workplace topics or life topics, this is something that everybody's like, yeah, I should get better at. But I don't think there's a lot of like stuff out there on this topic. So I'm I'm really excited to dive into this today. I am very excited. I was reading a book the other day and they were talking about Californians, which I am going to take the mantle of, and how they don't listen to other people, oh. but they just want to talk. And so they're, they uh, listen to the cadence of conversations, but are just waiting for their chance to be able to speak, which is very different than I think what uh, they describe as like New Yorkers, which is they just will just start talking and not stop talking. So yeah. Californians are a little bit, a little bit more passive, but like not actively listening. Oh, fascinating. That would not have been my assumption with Californians. I would have had that assumption with like East Coasters, like more broadly than just New York specifically. Yeah. But that's really interesting. And we're going to talk about that exact thing later about like, yeah, the the people who think that they're listening, but they're not really listening to you. Ooh, yeah, like we're going to talk about that. But before we talk about that, um, I want to introduce a concept around the three levels of listening. This was something that I learned about in a leadership training at Target that has just stuck with me over the years. And they use this metaphor of a flashlight. So in, in level one listening, you're shining the flashlight on yourself. You're listening for what something might mean to you or how it might impact you. So the flashlight is like shining on you. Okay. Right? Yes. So then in level two listening, you're shining the flashlight at the other person that you're having a conversation with. You're listening for what's going on in the other person, how it might impact them, how it's affecting them. Okay. For level three listening, you're list you're putting the flashlight like up in the in the middle of the room between you two, just to like to illuminate the surroundings. Okay, cool. Let me regurgitate that and make sure I understand. Yes. Level one, light is on me. I'm trying to understand what you're saying and how it pertains to me. Level two, I'm really focusing on what it is that you're saying and understanding more like your tone and exactly like I'm focused on you and your delivery of what you're saying. And how it's impacting the other person, not that's yourself. Right. Like focused on you talking and how that's impacting you and really reading you because I don't see myself in this room. I see you because the light's on you. The third one, the light's kind of on both of us. So it's really about listening and contextualizing it the conversation for both sides yes and for like the environment that you're in so i think about it as like global listening listening for like what is the common thread um not necessarily the common thread between you two but like oh so we're having a conversation about some team that's dysfunctional right now or something about the team that's dysfunctional. And I'm thinking more about like the global context or like the, the impact that might go beyond even you and me in that conversation to like, how might this be showing up in the broader organization? Got it. Or what is the, in the broader organization that's creating this thing? Okay. 
So there's a me, there's a you, and then there's the, the like, the broader, the global context. Got it. I'm curious for us to just, like, riff and play with this for a little bit. Just, like, super vulnerable, real talk. What le- what type of listening? Sometimes I don't like to introduce them as levels to clients because I feel like they're like, huh, I'm only at level one. So maybe if we just think about them as types of listening, what type of listening do you think you engage in the most? Listening for you, for the other person, or for the global context? Uh, that's tough. I think <clears throat> it really depends on the situation. I think it's much easier to be level one. Mm-hmm. I think... It's kind of hard. It's tough. I think I think the easiest one is level one, right? Like either level one or level three, because you're considered in both of those. I think level two is tricky, but I think level two is really is really nice when the situation allows for it mm-hmm. because you kind of have to take yourself out of it. Yeah. And so it's like, oh. Shannon, you and I are talking about something personal with you today. So, like, this is going to be level two listening, right? Like, I don't need to do level one. I don't really need to care about level three. Like, we're going to focus on level two. But I don't know that that's our first instinct. And I think defensively, I don't know that it should be our first instinct. I think it leaves us very vulnerable because we're not focused on what, like, we're not thinking about ourselves in that situation. Totally. Which... I think I can find and see in myself and in other people, like through, through coach certification and whatnot for me, I think I got a lot better at like level two, level three listening, but I almost like lost <laughs> level one in that process, uh-huh. if you will. And so, yeah, I would say I probably spend the most time in level two and sometimes that can be a, a detriment. Well, I wouldn't say that. Like I'm a great level two listener with my clients, but sometimes like when I'm this is really vulnerable, but sometimes like when I'm like listening to a friend or something, I'm like, I just lose sight of it. Cause I've done so much level two listening all day. <laughs> then I might like go back to one or three. So being like balanced or noticing, like maybe you are a great level two listener in certain contexts, but not in others or a level one listener in certain contexts, but not in others. Well, so here's my question then, Shannon. I think if, if you're a level one predominant listener, mm-hmm. I think it's easy to stay in that all the time. I don't think it's hard to get out of, I don't think it's, it's draining to always be focused inwardly. Oh, I disagree. Really? I disagree. I think you and I will have that bias because we are maybe more capable of like engaging in reflection, but for, I'm thinking about clients that I've worked with who are really not into level one, like it can be really hard to, to get there. I think yes. So, yes, I guess more of my point is if you're good at level one, I think it's hard to, to get out of it, to get out of it, where I think only as a, a foil to kind of what you're saying, I think if you're in level two a lot, it's it takes a lot of energy to focus on the other person, where I think it takes less energy to focus on yourself. So if you spend your day at level two listening, yeah. I think once you finish your day, it's harder for you to continue doing level two. Because you've already expended a lot of energy to, to focus on that all day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then we haven't spent much time talking about level three, but I think level three is something that I'm still working and growing at. Um, of like thinking about listening for bigger context, broader environment, what's maybe, 
I think I'm good at listening for what's not being said, but I think my husband is really great at level three listening because he's a philosopher. So like, he's always thinking about like, I don't know, like just like the larger environment. Um, and I've, I've got some room to grow on that. If I'm being honest, I feel like we all do. I think level three is one of those things that you hope to get to. And I think it's one of those things that as a, good listener you kind of get to that point right like we've talked about it in previous podcasts where it's like the most flexible people are the ones who are really open to listening and changing their minds and actually like taking in all the context of everything yeah and i think to be a global listener you have to be very open to how it impacts everything but also being willing to change your own worldview to let it impact everything and you just described my husband in a nutshell that's why he's such a good global listener Okay. So those are the three levels of listening. Maybe the takeaway on this part is just to be mindful, like, oh, what level am I listening in right now? And how can I begin to play or expand into switching between the levels in different conversations? And then I think we've got just some other general tips on being a great listener. Rami, what's your tip? We brought this tip up a bunch, but I think just if you're going to have a conversation with someone, regardless of the context just be willing to put your phone down and flip it over or put on silent mode and i think just doing that action is a really quick way to show at least that you're trying to be at a level two listener Mm -hmm. can i double down on this please and i think i've said this in a past episode too turning your whole body to face the person i vividly remember i've shared this story before on the podcast one of my leaders who would just stay facing her computer and like click clacking away on her keyboard when I was coming in to like, just like share something quickly that she'd asked me for or something. And it was just, it, you just felt so disconnected. So taking that two minute moment to just like turn and face your body. And it happened for me yesterday with my kid where I was like walking the other direction and she was like, Hey mommy. And I just like turned my neck and I could see in her body language that she was not satisfied with that. And so I was like, okay, pause. This is a moment. And I turned my whole body around and I faced her to just hear what she's saying. Mm -hmm. It's how we communicate through body language like that. We're actually listening. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Let me triple down on that by saying if you are in a physical setting with someone and we've all got laptops or computers or whatever it is, I think closing it is a very clear sign, similar to turning your phone over, putting your phone on silent mode, that, like, you are focused on the person. Yeah. And I don't think there's a bigger way to show them. I mean, looking at them, yes. But, like, if someone comes and goes, hey, I want to talk to you, and then you close your computer, I think they know that you are focused on them. Totally. Totally. Uh, the, uh, the other m- miscellaneous how to become a better listener tip that I would mention here is thinking about listening to summarize versus listening to respond. I think people talk about that a lot when it becomes, when, when we talk about how to be a better listener, like, Oh, well don't listen to respond. But I don't know that the alternative is ever introduced of like, no, think about listening to summarize. So here's an example that I'll share that came up recently. We were moving through city council elections in Minneapolis here in the fall as many cities probably were And the city council representatives were like, potential representatives were coming around to talk to people. And there's this woman running for city council. She came to our door and 
when I was saying like what my top issues were and what I was concerned with, she was listening to respond. She never once like took a moment to say, okay, so if I'm hearing you right, I'm hearing that you're most concerned with X, Y, and Z issues on the ballot. She never checked for understanding. (laughs) She just launched into like, and here's how I'm going to change X, Y, Z. And it felt so dismissive to me. It was just like, I I could see where she thought she was demonstrating like listening skills because she was talking about like herself and how she was going to like impact those issues or how she has in the past. But she never once like even checked for understanding in the first place to make sure that we were on the same page about the issues that I most cared about. She did get elected. (laughs) Oh, so there's that. But I think that this comes up even in my even in my marriage, my if I'm really honest, my husband and I will often say to each other. So if I'm hearing you right, dot, 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 or Mm -hmm. so I'm hearing you say that dot, 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 because it's just a moment to just like check for understanding to make sure that because things can get lost in translation. Sometimes somebody can hear something different than what you actually said or vice versa. And so how do you make sure that you are taking that pause to actually summarize what you're hearing the person say before launching into your response? I like that. I like the, I I mean, we hear this tip all the time, but I think just the reflective listening of like, so I'm hearing you say, like, am I hearing you? Like, am I understanding you correctly? And that this is what I, I'm understanding you as saying. I think that's a good way to just let people know that they're being heard. And it's, this is probably like one of the most mind boggling, quote unquote, skills in coaching (laughs) that like, I continue to be surprised at how much clarity can be offered to the other person that you're listening to simply by you summarizing what you heard them say. It's like all of a sudden the doors will open. They're like, oh, yeah, shit. That was what I was saying. And damn, that does really suck. You know, so not sometimes I think we can diminish that summarizing is not impactful, but it is. So then the the last little summary tip that I want to offer is to focus on presence as a way to become a better listener. And this a little bit ties into what I was just offering up in terms of listening to summarize versus respond. I love this quote that they offered in coach training, but it's something like, like your presence is often an intervention or your presence alone can be an intervention for a person. So sometimes we think, like, oh, no, 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 but it's, it's what I'm going to say to the person or it's like how I'm going to respond or whatnot. That's not always the case. Sometimes just your presence alone can be such a, a well, I'm wanting a word and I can't buy it. It's a, just like a juicy point of change for a person because you might be the only person that actually takes the time to, to listen and hear what they're saying. Are you saying that your presence is a present? <laughs> saying your presence is a present so in terms of like tangible like well well, how do you do that i i think one of the tools that they offered us in coaching is before you engage in a conversation like put a little box on a piece of paper and dump everything into the box like all the internal chatter that's going into your head write it in the box so you can just like set it aside and pick it up later after a conversation Uh, or just taking a moment to center before every call this is might sound cheesy to some people, but putting your middle finger in your belly button, center of your body, the center of your hand, taking a deep breath, reminding yourself to come into center. It can be that simple. 
I like it. That's fun. So if I'm hearing you correctly, Shannon, I think what we're saying is there's three levels of listening. The first one, so flashlight metaphor. So first one is you listening. It's level one, uh, what it means for you. So light shines on you. Level two is the light shining on the other person. So it's really focused on them. So demonstrating empathy and trying to connect with them. Third one is really that light up, trying to figure out how that means more globally and thinking past just the two of you and really what the broader impact is. Uh, We talked about focusing our physical body towards the person, turning our phone off, turning our laptop off, and really giving them 100% of our energy. Uh, And then the difference between uh, listening to summarize and versus responding, which is really using that tip that Shan said. So I'm hearing you say that, helping them know that you heard them and then they might not have noticed what they said without you summarizing it back to them. And then finally, focusing on presence. So taking a moment, putting your middle finger in your belly button and taking a deep breath, but just finding a way to um, center before you have that conversation so you can really focus on that person. Well said, Romy. Nothing I would add to that. (laughs) Perfect. With that, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram and share with us your tips on how you are working towards becoming a better listener. With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami, and this has been Workplace Hugs. Thanks for listening.